abandon all prejudices, all ye who enter here. Park your paradigms, perk up your ears, and open your mind, as we now shine the laser light of reason on the topic of Derek Johnson and the importance of his revelations. Hello, I'm David Bolton, and welcome to my podcast channel, dedicated to helping people think more clearly, make sounder judgments, avoid superficiality, and above all, to unceasingly question instead of naively accepting what others want us to believe, for this is the path of Socrates. Michelangelo, are you there? I am, friend David, and how are you doing? I'm fine. The wonders of technology. Here I am near Tokyo, there you are in New York City. Yeah. And it's as if it, we're just in the same house in different rooms. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We old folks like to talk like that sometimes, to, to appreciate what we have these days. Since there's so many things that we don't appreciate that are going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you, you know how it used to be if you wanted to talk to someone in a foreign country. You'd have to go to a pay phone and ask, ask the operator how much it was and either reverse the charges or call collect or have enough money in your pocket to be able to pay for well, it. Well, like around I mean, 1980. It, it, the price yeah. was like over a dollar per minute, Germany to America, over a dollar yeah. per minute. And a dollar then was uh, really two fifty now, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I wow. can remember being in Italy, working on an opera production and calling Mary Elizabeth back, back here in the States and having to, to feed a pay phone to talk to her. I mean, it was not that long ago. Or, or maybe you had a, a phone card at that point, which you could use, you know, but... Uh, but this kind of instantaneous communication across the globe, you know, with such clarity and immediacy is really pretty remarkable. Well, yes, big tech, they seduce us with this and then they they contribute to kill us with vaccines. Absolutely. So a little of the good, a little of the bad, right? And that's right. They put that chip in you so they can read your mind. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could read my mind sometimes. It just goes too fast for me to perceive the letters passing. Even ah. I don't know what I'm thinking half the time, but anyway. Well, well, well that's good. But anyway, who so, is Derek Johnson? Well, is he a I'm going to let you talk about that. Guy. Yeah. yeah, okay, people. Who is Derek Johnson? Derek Johnson is a veteran. He was in the military for only two and a half years because he got injured. I don't know if it's revealed how he got injured because he didn't seem to want to say that yet. But he got either wounded or injured. He had to leave the military. He was devastated, he says. He's a guy, I think he's from Arkansas, and Alabama, some southern state. And his, he always wanted to be in the military. But after two and a half years, he had to leave. Anyway, he was an expert in missile defense systems. But he also has made himself an expert in military law. And ever since these terrible things have begun, he's been really delving into certain laws, military regulations, etc. Now, he appeared on this, I'll call it the truther landscape, just maybe, I don't know if it's been even a month yet, three weeks, maybe, I don't three, maybe just three weeks ago. And I first saw him on Before It's News, which of course has a lot of nonsense on it, but has a lot of, of, of good links as well, you know, Before It's News, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it. You know, you have some things that are totally ridiculous. There are things that are really very good. I'm going to maybe put up a few of the links from this Derek Johnson in the description so people can go in, including his first one. You couldn't watch all his first one because of his harangue. This guy gets passionate about things, and that's kind of hard to put up with in a sense. Yeah. Uh, however, I recognized the importance of what he was first suggesting and then what he said, and it totally blew me away. And that's why I want to describe this. I mentioned this in a podcast I did alone, but this is worth mentioning again and hearing your input on this as well. 
So sure, yeah, absolutely. Now, okay, he came forward. The first video he did, it was in his car. It was like with his cell phone, right? And he yep. just said he feels he has to talk about this now. And last year he didn't want to because he was still suffering the effects of his injury. But he would tell friends, some of his friends say it was crazy, but they weren't really listening to him. Let's go back to inauguration day, January twentieth. It was twentieth, right, or twenty first? Twentieth, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, twenty twenty one. Biden is inaugurated, or so they tell us. Okay. Well, we saw footage, but I mean, if you really looked at it, you you could see that it essentially looked like some sort of staged event. There was really no audience. Yeah. There was no, I mean, it well, was bizarre. I noticed that. Well, they could excuse that because of COVID, right? Oh, you don't want many people. So just like a few people spaced well, out in the, in the audience, right? That's without well, it COVID. It was pre-pandemic, though. So, I mean, I... I don't think they were they were pulling that malarkey just yet. But no, no, they were all wearing masks. Everybody on the stage was wearing a mask. Oh wow! I guess in the audience, yeah, there were just a few people, and they all had masks on. So without the the pandemic scare in the masks, how could they have explained why so few people are there? But then people think, or are supposed to think, well, so few people in the audience because of the pandemic. Right. Other things about that inauguration seem strange to me that at one point it looks like two women are standing there jumped a couple of meters in a split second. Because yeah. you could say it's a different angle, but it wasn't just that. It looked to me, wait, that's kind of strange. And it looked it, very obvious that this was edited, but it's supposed to be live. Right. Somebody else noted that the weather there was different from the weather outside of there. I think there it was kind of cloudy. But outside there, you know, if you see other people, like there's some correspondent from Fox News saying, yes. Behind me, there's the inauguration. It was like 800 meters behind. It was like so far behind him, you couldn't see anything. And there it was sunny. But meanwhile, the inauguration was cloudy. So it was done on two different days or done in a yep. different setting. All kinds yep. of weird things there. Yep, but now, absolutely. But now these are things where you could kind of, I don't know, uh, say, well, maybe there was cloud cover one minute, but then it disappeared quickly. And yeah, not many people there because of the mask and maybe the two women that seemed to just change their position. It was because of the camera angle. But here's something that Derek Johnson pointed out. And I remember this vaguely, but didn't get into it deeply. You see, one of the methods I use to discover the truth is not let myself be pulled from one thing to the other so easily. Example, Kennedy assassination. You can talk about something there and get in. Wait a minute, this is strange. strange. But then they'll bring up the next thing. Oh, well, let's go now to the magic bullet. Let's go to the woman that saw Lee Harvey Oswald just a minute after the shooting. He was several floors down, quietly eating his lunch. Right. You say, well, maybe he was just really fast. Well, anyway, let's go into something else. I don't like to go into something else until I've thought through just one, what I call a little constellation, a, a, a mini event constellation. I won't get in the Kennedy assassination, but there's one little mini event constellation there that totally convinced me it was not just one man. And it's overwhelmingly evident from this one mini event constellation. Let's do this now with what Derek Johnson revealed, and he got into this deeply. Now, what's the ceremony like when somebody becomes president? Well, of course, there's a swearing in everything. What happens after the swearing in? What do you hear? There's a 21-gun salute, right? There's a 21-gun salute. Yeah. And they play music, typically hailed to the chief. Right, right. Right? Okay. 
Now, this 21-gun salute, people out there listening, it's not just they think, well, what can we do? Say, oh, let's do a 21-gun salute. No, this is written in military regulations. Derek Johnson pointed that out, and I, I sought it and found it. There are military regulations say when somebody, when the commander-in-chief arrives, and that's especially the first time when he's sworn in, you must have a 21-gun salute. First of all, let's remember that fact. Uh, what does that mean? It doesn't mean 21 guns. First of all, they're not rifles. Don't confuse this with, like if, I don't know, a normal Marine dies, and they have, I think it's a three-gun salute. You have three Marines firing, firing blanks, but they're firing rifles. This is with howitzers, those being small field pieces for you foreigners right. out there, little cannons, <laughs> right? Right, right. Now, you don't have 21 of them, you, but you must have four of them. Now, only three fire. So why do you need four? Well, because if one misfires, the fourth one must fire, because three sure. must be firing. This is military regulation. There's no way it's written. It's like a yep. law, right? Yep. So you must yep. have 21 volleys, in other words, 21 shots. Right. It's not really 21 guns. You must have four howitzers, and three are going to be firing. And the interval between shots, between volleys, is three seconds. This is so right. strict that they have four guys standing there. One, they're all white-gloved in their best-dressed uniform, standing erect. And one is looking at his watch. And he gives a sign with his hand, you know, fire. Three seconds, right. fire. This is down to the millisecond, practically. Also, when you start this, the president must be there. Right. The president must be there. Okay, what did Biden get? You can see it on YouTube. They put Biden's 21-gun salute. However, they break it off after like 11 or 12, I think it's 13 shots. They don't want you to uh -huh. hear how many there really were. Biden isn't even there yet. There are not four howitzers. There are only three. And only two of them are firing. Uh -huh. And they fire in nine-second intervals. Okay. In other words, every single detail that belong to the official 21-gun salute is being violated. Every right. single detail. Also, it's not done in like in Taft Park next to Capitol. I don't know if it's always done there, but it's usually done clearly. This was done in Arlington Cemetery. Right. Also, the military people there, they look really shabby. I mean, you can tell, tell the difference. And I went back and I looked at the, the salutes for Trump, for Obama. Yeah. For George W, for yep. Clinton, for George H.W., for Reagan, it's always the same. Yeah. Except for Biden, it isn't. Now, what are the possibilities here? I only see two. Of course, one could say, well, some soldiers, they just, they didn't like Biden, so they did, oh my God, no. Do you remember also, I remember this clearly, Biden, when he drove away then, remember the soldiers not saluting his car and some turning their backs on him? Yeah, I, re I read about that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw yep. the film there. Yeah, um, mm -hmm. back when it happened, Derek Johnson said one time he was there and a colonel drove by in some big car, and a bunch of soldiers just kept talking. The car stops. Uh -huh. A sergeant gets out, approaches them, yells them with at them with the worst language you can imagine. Why you yeah. mother da 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 da? Right? If you ever yeah. do that again, we got to be court martialed. Even if a colonel drives by, you must stand at attention and salute. Yep. Now, how much higher is a president than a colonel? Well, gee, there are a thousands of colonels. A little bit. Yeah, he's a commander-in-chief. 
Right. He's the commander in chief. And you had entire groups of soldiers there, not just not saluting, some were turning their backs en masse to the president, supposed president of the United States passing in a car. This cannot happen in the military. If it did, they would all be court-martialed. Right. And also with the ceremony, these people, you know, they don't just pick a few soldiers, oh, you're going to be in the ceremony. These are experts for the ceremony, like at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. You have people who train intensively to march back and forth at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. I saw, there's a video on YouTube about that. It is incredible. They pick out certain people, and these people, they have to march in a certain way. They have to move in a certain way. They have to turn in a certain way. If somebody gets too close to the public, they react in a certain way, and they threaten, oh, my God, it would terrify Mike Tyson because they have rifles with bayonets on them, right? And the way they yell at the people, everything is planned to the last detail because this is the tomb of the unknown soldier. This may not be disrespected. And the president of the United States may never be disrespected. Right. But now Biden was disrespected, not only by the people, the soldiers, not saluting and turning their backs on him, but there was no 21 good salute. And the salute they gave him, uh, I think it's for two purposes. It could be for a funeral or it could be for a minister resident. That's like somebody from another country comes in, that's living there, but he's not really... You know, he's right. just a minister resident, right? right. He's living there. Yep. This could imply that Washington is no longer considered part of the United States, and so whoever is there is a minister resident, but it could also imply that Biden is dead. In any case, this, uh, this alone, this mini constellation of events I've just described, is really proof positive that Biden is not the president of the United States, or that there is an insurrection among all the military, and they're not recognizing the legal president of the United States, which means there's a revolution already going on. In other words, if Biden really is president, some listeners might think, well, he really is president. If Biden really is president, then I've always said, if he's really president, Trump is a traitor. I won't get into that now. If he's really president, the entire military is in rebellion against the president. Right. You think about what that means. Have we seen... Uh, Science of that, that they're rebelling, attacking. No, they're not. Therefore, there's a theory, too, that Biden yeah. never was president. And that's right. why they didn't give him the salute, because they can't give him the salute, because they'd be violating their own regulations to salute somebody who's not president, which means right. this is all a reality show that's going on. This alone is proof that Biden is not president of the United States. Yeah, no, it's a fairly convincing argument, and I had seen some of it before, for sure. Uh, um, these anomalous things, which can't really be explained by any any, any other way than what you've suggested. Yeah. Exactly. So why aren't people getting it? <laughs> well, they don't. They don't pay any attention. You know, they're not looking for uh, anything to question the consensus reality. You know, it's another form of the you know the mass. F- formation psychosis you know that they you know you and i've talked about this already how if you if you look at the the sheer incompetence of this regime you have to say to yourself well what is their avowed purpose in letting this whatever the heck it is that's probably not the president you know um why is he being permitted to do the the disastrous things that he's doing and trump and always and wins both, in the end yeah and you and i which both can't be a coincidence feel, yeah yeah you know that uh, 
It's because they're not in control. I mean, and, and again, that, not that slightly on the topic, you know, well, once again, I saw footage of rallies, you know, a Trump rally recently and a Biden rally recently. I mean, it's embarrassing to see the turnouts at these at these Biden rallies. I mean, it's just like it's clear that there is no support for this person yeah. except among a certain, you know, uh, leftist intelligentsia who are bound and determined to hang on to it as long as they can, you know, or, or maybe forever. Well, you know, yeah, I got suspicious, of course, well, really, very, very soon, like <laughs> at least a year and a half ago, yeah, because too, I was yeah. seeing that everything that Biden was doing in the end was bad for him and for his party and for the left in general. And I thought yeah. there's no way they would tell him to do those things because the deep state has been in control so long and they're very clever. How could they become so stupid suddenly? Yeah. And the answer exactly. is they can't. It's not yeah. going to happen. Which yeah. convinced me that Biden's not president at the very latest with the Afghanistan debacle. I saw very clearly he's not he's not president. Yeah. He is not president, and it's so plain. And that people are taking so long to realize that. Interesting though, if we get back to Derek Johnson, sure. apparently he and the people he's appearing now in interviews and everything. I haven't seen him like last five days or whatever, but you have to wonder there. Okay, I guess he didn't come out before because of his injury, but. Something's a little funny there. It's almost, uh, is he really just ex-military that studied this himself, or is he from the Alliance? And they think it's time that more people know this, and they're going to le leak it through him. I mean, what yeah, he says is uh, provable. I mean, with the salute and everything, you can, I mean, it's, it's provable. Yeah. But uh, is he just some individual that came forth with this now, waiting so long to do it? Or is it... He, is he just? It's kind of like with uh, two thousand mules, right? Was that just Cash right. Patel and some people? No, that was the line saying, "Now's the time to put that out there." Yeah, yeah. And they're the ones that gave him all this information, and it, I mean, it's pretty obvious to me. But yeah. here, what, what the conservative, what we'll say the alternative? I hate to say conservative because these people are just centrist, middle of the road that want to respect the Constitution. And sure. I, yeah, but. Uh, it seems to me that this hasn't sunk in, despite now, I guess, three to four weeks of Derek Johnson out there. Uh, they say, oh, great, well, Biden isn't present. But what this implies, oh, my God, what this implies, this implies that you can go back then, whether it's Afghanistan, whether, well, first of all, the 15,000 jobs lost because of the pipeline, Biden signing all those executive orders, 20 on his first day as if he were a dictator. Uh, yeah. All the dumb legislation, but all the raid in Mar-a-Lago, all these things. That's not on Biden. All of it's on Trump. Yeah. The vaccine mandates. Biden telling the companies, "We want you to to force your people to get vaccinated or to pressure them into it." That's not Biden. That's Trump. Then think about what this right. means. The conservatives, it hasn't sunk in with these people yet that their yeah. great hero is then responsible. Well, he and the military, he might not even be in charge. But it's yeah. not Biden because Biden is simply their puppet. And yeah. nobody's talking about that. Yeah. I mean, I saw it right away. I thought, well, this, you know, this has implications. It's mm -hmm. obvious to me that Biden is not president. And yeah. that people say, well, no, yeah, he's a puppet of Obama. But Obama's mm -hmm. not a fool. Besides, Obama's not the, the big leader of the, of the deep state. No way. He's another puppet. Yeah. But the people who are behind that, they're not so dumb. First of all, they wouldn't even put in an Obama. Uh, excuse me, a, a, a Biden. They would put yeah. in Obama. But somebody like yeah. Biden, they're not going to put him in. They're not going to put Kamala Harris as vice president. From the very beginning, I yeah. thought, 
why would the Democrats pick those two? Look at how yeah. popular Bernie Sanders was that if, if oh, Hillary yeah. was afraid of him, right? So yeah. they could have pushed Bernie Sanders. I know Bernie Sanders might have said the deep state, I'm not going to do that. I, I don't know if he's that honest, but it could well be they couldn't get him on board. Yep. And so, so you could say the deep state, they, but they wouldn't want a Biden either. I mean, that's so much worse. But of course, Trump would want a Biden, right? Some kind of old person, right. Alzheimer's. And that's what makes it so funny and ironic. If you look yeah. at Biden, you look at the dumbest, you look at him as hit, playing Hitler when that September yeah. 1st speech, all of this, it, 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 people on the left, it, it, I mean, we're going to be laughing at them for the rest of our lives. Because you yeah. still see, like in Twitter and such places, them defending Biden. He's so much better than Trump. He is Trump's puppet. And you're yeah. falling for it, my leftist friends. You're saying, well, yeah. he's so much better. And he his Alzheimer's isn't really so bad. And sometimes he gives speeches that are good. Defending this, this, this clown who's probably not even Biden. He's probably an actor with a mask on. And you're defending him like, well, we're going to stand by him. Because they're too vain to say, hey, what's going on here? If I were a leftist... I'd say, well, I, I hate Trump, but I would have the integrity to thank him for Operation Warp Speed, because if yeah. I were a leftist, I'd probably have gotten three three uh, vaccines and also a booster. I'd probably be dead by now. Yeah, you got that multivalent one. They just The, F the FDA just approved because of studies on eight mice. So you can yeah, right. Well, sign up yeah. for that. Who knows? We might be like mice. So, well, yeah, they yeah. kill mice, don't they? Yeah. yeah. They kill yes, humans they too. Do. Okay. Yeah. But if I were yeah. leftist, I'd at least have the integrity to say, well, thank you, President Trump, that we get our vaccines so quickly. Unless yeah. I'm one of the hundreds of thousands or millions that had blood clotting issues, myocarditis, then I might not be so grateful to him. Yeah. But that well, they're, sure. they're defending this Biden and probably Trump and his are laughing. Oh, my God, they're falling for it. What do we have to do with Biden to make him look impossible? Okay, well, let's. Somebody said, "Hey, let's have him give a speech in Philadelphia and put a red background, red and black, to make him look like Hitler." Okay, we'll do right. that. And they're still not yeah. criticizing him. What do they yeah. have to do? Does he have to stand there, rip off his mask, and say, "Surprise, surprise! I'm really an actor. I'm not Biden yeah. in the first place." Then they're going to yeah. say that's probably a joke of Biden. He probably has a mask one beneath the actor's mask. He just wants to humor us a little. They're going to find something to defend him. The stupidity of these people is just monumental. Yeah, I agree. Don't they see that something's fishy here? And what is fishy is that Biden never was president, and he's not a puppet of the deep state because they wouldn't put in somebody like that with Kamala Harris. And if they had, they would have taken him out after a few months. That's what I said. I said, if he won the election, which of course he didn't, but if he did, they'd get rid of him really quickly, along with that'd be so easy to do. Yeah. So what's going on? Well, it's obvious the military don't accept him. He is not president. Trump is still president in his second term, but they see fit to put on this huge reality show. Now, there are two ways we can see this here. Do you have any insights into that? What are the two ways we can, the two most probable ways to interpret that? Assuming that everything I said is the way it is now, what are the two interpretations we can give to this? That is. Well, the one I think that would occur to most people is that it, it, the show is for the benefit of those who are still hypnotized with the idea that the, the sheer bumbling incompetence of it would be enough to alienate their, dare I say it, their affections for the, uh, the perpetrators of this continued fraud. Exactly. Um, and so the more yeah. and more people wake up. And they yeah. realize, my God, if we go towards collectivism, it's going to get really bad. So, no, we want to go towards the Constitution, like you said, yeah. you know, waking up yeah. the people. I mean, so many, the of these policies, yeah, sorry, so many of these policies that have been enacted are absolutely disastrous. You know, the, 
the uh, the inflation that's again largely being engineered and the uh, you know the ridiculous green energy policies they're trying to implement engineered famine now a hundred food processing yep. plants that have blown up uh, hey no, people wake up yeah yep yep I mean and all more of more it threats is... of nuclear war yep. right mm-hmm. nuclear war with Russia I mean it's so obvious but now okay yeah. this is the version I I would prefer to believe that Trump yeah, and the ahead. alliance, they're the good guys. And But you know, there's another version, yep. another possible version, and this one is simply terrifying. Does it involve aliens? Uh, no, that's even more terrifying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I'll leave the aliens out of the story for now. <laughs> uh, I'm not saying it's impossible, but, but no, no, no. certainly not. Okay. But anyway, the second <laughs> version, and this is something we have to take into account, suppose, Sure. Uh, I mean, if you want to take over the world, the best thing you can do is, of course, you have to fool the people. A good way to do that is to create division among the people. Suppose both the left and the right, that is, at high level. Suppose Trump is also a deep state creature. And yeah. suppose oh, the entire military, they want to move us towards one new world order. And so they're creating this love Trump, hate Trump thing. So people are totally obsessed with that. So they're not seeing the bigger picture. And the bigger picture is... Uh, killing off people with vaccines and uh, uh, creating famine, etc., etc., until right. the end, the revolution's all over, and then there's a new world order and it's one world government. It, I mean, that's a possibility. I don't think this can be ruled out. Of course, nobody supports Trump would even consider this because they're, well, they, they want to like Trump. Yeah, sure. But I see they're, this, they're brainwashed to a certain extent as well. Yeah, of course. And now I don't see this as the greatest probability, and for this reason. In the history of the world, I've never seen a situation where everybody who had any power was just a bad guy. Yeah. You can yeah. go back as far as you want. They're always, you know, a, a people with the dictator mindship that want to just depress and even kill half the people. But they're also good people there. And I, I would think it's so unlikely that all those in power, the entire military, the entire, you know, whether it's the alliance on the one side or deep state on the other, they're all just bad guys. This would be the first time in the history of the world that that happened, that I yeah. know of. I mean, you just don't see it. Any gr- big group of people, you don't have just bad people. I'm reminded of uh, the SS. The SS was a bad, evil group. But yeah. there was one SS guy who was on trial, and Jews were defending him. They stood up and said no. He's one of the good ones. And the judge said, what do you mean? He said, he's SS. He said, he was in the camp, but he helped us get letters out. He would bring us stuff. In other words, he was an SS man who was supposed to be treating the Jews like dirt, but apparently thought, well, I'll use my time here to try to help where I can. There was even one good SS man. So yeah, even in the SS, go. and that was an evil group, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. So that shows, I think, pretty clearly and there probably were a few others, but the majority were pretty evil, <laughs> pretty obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But that everybody's just against the people, I just don't believe that. Therefore, your interpretation, I think, would be the correct one. But anybody yeah. who's still thinking that Biden is president, and look at this, Biden, he did this, Biden, no, he didn't do that. It's the alliance doing it. It's people, it's the good guys doing this. It's the good guys like Trump that still aren't criticizing the vaccines. It's the good guys that are letting Biden pass more laws, maybe requiring more vac- more vaccines or whatever. It's the good guys that haven't closed down this charade with the vaccines. They're the ones that haven't done it. But now it gets terrifying because why haven't they done it if they are the good guys? And now we get to the aliens. <laughs> I'm not grasping at straws. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, 
if we think like this, if the good guys, and I think the Alliance, they are the good guys, yeah. if they are trying to wake the people up, and in order to do so, they're letting all these horrible things happen. Imagine if you had a kid that had myocarditis, thinking, oh my God, he's going to live another five years or 10 years because he has myocarditis, because of these <laughs> vaccines, because I listened to Trump. Can you imagine? Sure. Or your wife gets vaccines, she drops dead the next day. Can you imagine? You're going to say, oh, well, war casualty. I mean, this is strong stuff. And I think if the good, if the white hats are letting all this happen because it's so important to wake up the world, then how big is the danger to justify such action? The danger must be more tremendous than we can even realize. And maybe it gets into the alien level. I don't know. But it's yeah, something yeah. so bad and so big to justify all of this charade and all of these deaths and all of this constant fear and, and increasing poverty, imagine that. To justify that, you have to be pretty desperate. In yeah. other words, it's kind of like Jack Bauer in 24. Yep. You know, he, at one point, he puts a bullet through a friend's head. Why? Because Tara said, we want that guy dead. If you don't kill him, we're going to explode the atomic bomb. I think it was in Los Angeles. You have three yeah. hours to kill him. And the guy himself said, well, Jack, you have to kill me. But you're my friend. I don't want to. But he put the bullet in his head. In yep. other words, for Jack Bauer to kill one of his friends, put a bullet in his head, the danger must be so big. And here we have something similar for the alliance, for the good guys to put us through all of this. The danger must have been and probably still is much bigger than any of us can realize. It must be absolutely terrifying. Well, I think what, uh, <clears throat> I think what the uh, globalists have in store planned for humanity is horrific. I mean, I think well, yeah. we stand. Yeah. I we stand on the precipice of this, of this notion that the entire planet could be enslaved. I mean, I think that's the end game for them. That's what, that's what they want. They well, want those to who are left population. because they're going to kill most of us. Yeah, they kill that's most right. Of us. They're going to reduce the population because it suits their purpose, and then they'll enslave the ones that are that are left. I mean, I. I, I that's pretty dire in my book. I mean, I, I don't think there's any way to sugarcoat that, you know. Uh, there isn't. You know, well, I heard neo- uh, that Yuval Noah Harari. That oh, God, he's of- so horrific, that man. Yeah, I mean, okay, a- I try to take a step back. because he, he does say things like, yeah, in the future, so many people are going to be superfluous. But, well, I've been saying that for years. What happens with technology, robots, a lot of people are going to be superfluous. What happens then? The state just keep paying them, they just pay them a salary just to survive? And I've said for years, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah. They're going to have to kill them off somehow. Not that yeah. I want them to. So when he says something like that, we can say, oh, look, he's just evil. And he probably is. But him saying that is something I've been saying for years, and I don't consider myself evil. It's, it's just a fact. No, however, go ahead. Yeah, well, however, when he when he goes on to say about transhumanism, and someday mankind, some people will be able to live forever. Interestingly, yeah. I saw Jared Kushner in some interviews saying, "Yes, my generation might be the last generation that has to die because of transhumanism. You know, we get some shots, and we can live. You know, we can live for for, for centuries or millennia." Right. So we have to take care of our bodies because we're going to need – but you think about this. Does anybody in the right mind actually believe that these people that are rich and have all kinds of resources, that are working with scientists to prolong their lives, that they're going to give this to all of humanity so that then in no time we have a trillion people in the earth? I don't think they're going to do that. I mean, nope. really can't do that. 
Because what's the sense in living another 500 years if so few people are dying that, you know, the, the population goes from 8 billion to 16 tri- a billion to 32 billion, and, and there's no room to move before you, or there's just constant wars and chaos. They're not going to do that. They want to live forever, but they're not going to let us live forever. No, of course not. And that should be no, so an- obvious to everybody. And I don't know why people aren't rebelling about such statements because it's very obvious what they're and they're already starting to do it right you experiment on the people some of these vaccine things this could be experiments on their part maybe they don't want to kill people's myocarditis they want to see well we experiment with this to see if this will make them live longer or whatever because they have so many different batches of the vaccines they're doing different experiments in different places yep no i mean you i've read various reports of, of different things happening to different people and you know not just physical ailments, but weird, you know, deformations of their skeletal structure. And I mean, just all kinds of crazy things. I mean, yeah, I'm and sure what's that, that about just experiments, maybe to see how we can change the human genes and do it on a mass scale to be sure it's safe then for us. Then we kill off yeah. those people. And then, you yeah. know, we can use what we learned. Yeah. And then there's the phenomenon of the, of the black eyed babies. I don't know if you necessarily want me to get into that, but the oh, idea yes, that those, please, well, <clears throat> I haven't seen much on it of late, but about six or eight months ago, there were a number of videos that emerged of newborns who had strangely black eyes. You know, they're, they're, in other words, the iris was black, as was the cornea. And the yeah. other thing was, and these are children of, of par- parents have both been, had the bioweapons prior to conception, right? So they're, they're, both of their parents have been diddled with on some By cellular a strange level. coincidence, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but the kids have these peculiarly black eyes, and they seem to mature at an accelerated rate. Oh um, yes. And you wonder, you know, whether you know this is an attempt to engender some kind of degenerate slave class. You know, uh, that uh, would um, we don't know yet about the what what the intellectual proclivities of these children are. You know, but if if the, or maybe you know. Aging at an accelerated late rate means they'll have shorter lifespans. I mean, we don't really know, but I mean, I've definitely seen that, and uh, that's pretty well documented. So, um, uh, we just yeah, that's uh, I imagine experimenting because they want to have superpowers. Yeah. So they at the very least that so they experiment with certain batches. Yeah, I mean these these newborns are holding their heads up like within a day. I mean, you know, it usually saw, takes yeah, yeah. usually takes months. But you know, is that and, totally and, confirmed? Well, I mean, you see the videos. I think it'd be very hard to fake. The, the, yeah, the, you see the, the video. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But, you know, has Peter McCullough talked about it? No, really that, that kind of hasn't blipped yet onto the consciousness of the, uh, of the um, what we call them, you know, the, the uh, good doctors, for one of a better Well, you would term. think that somebody would have told them that somebody would be looking into it. Well, they also don't talk about the graphene oxide or any of that. You know, most of this stuff came out of, of Spain, out of that group of researchers, La Quinta Columna. And, uh, you know, they do seem to be very much on the cutting edge in terms of... But others uh, say, docu- it's, I, I mean, even in that uh, uh, the truther movement, some say it's yeah. really not graphene oxide. I saw recently it's something that's produced then in the body after the jab that resembles graphene oxide. Okay, well, maybe that's it. So, I don't know how many people are really fun. studying this. The trouble is always, yeah. you know, we're not scientists, so we can't study it ourselves. No. But a lot of, you know, a lot of, you know, high-profile doc- medical people have looked at it, and researchers, you know, these are people who know something. They, maybe they don't know everything, but they know something. 
And certainly, you know, the anomalous growths in people's bodies suggest that they're being, you know, uh, experimented upon. Well, yeah, of course, it's it's so obvious. But what gets me is that at the very beginning, all I had to do was see that these were experimental drugs, see that scientific debate was being totally prevented. Stifled, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally, yes, yeah, stifled is the word. Totally yeah. stifled. And I thought, yeah. something special here. You only have oh, to yeah. see that. And why people oh, yeah. didn't see that uh, just totally amazes me. Because and, uh, in addition, <laughs> in addition, and this has been confirmed, so many of the inserts in these packages, of the, they're, they're empty. Yeah, they're they blank, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is even legal. I don't think people think this is legal in America. It isn't. It isn't legal. And then fourth of all, the industry is being paid with billions of tax dollars, but we don't have the right to know everything in the vaccine. They can say, well, that's proprietary. We don't have to say, why didn't the government say, yeah, we'll pay for vaccines, but you have to tell us everything that's in there. So I just saw those facts at the very beginning, and I thought, I don't want this. This is something very nefarious going on. I said from the beginning, why did so few people, it's a simple reasoning. You know, I mean, it's nothing, you don't have to be a scientist to see those things. It's just plain as day. So what's the yeah. matter with humanity and, and their minds? I, I just really, it's hard for me to understand. I think I must be an alien. Oh, now we're back to the aliens again. Yeah. <clears throat> no, yeah, the aliens are definitely looking for people like us. Um, no, as I said, I think the brainwashing is so all pervasive. You know, I, I, I don't know if I've said it precisely in these words on in talking to you, but I certainly have said it to a lot of my colleagues here. Western medicine is a cult, and people who ascribe to the cult do not question it. So when, you know, medical authorities, whoever they might be, whether they be Anthony Fauci or or their physician or the pharmacist, tell them that they have to have these, you know, injections, they just say, oh, okay, you know, they they don't, but they don't bother to question it, you know, and um, there certainly, I think, is enough... um, background noise uh, saying that this is a very bad idea but they refuse to give it any credence they they will not heed it you know in, in and and you know this of course you, you try to tell people all the time you know and oh yeah they just simply they go la, 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 or you know the, whatever yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. whatever the equivalent is on facebook you know they simply they will not allow themselves to question it and um I was going to mention this last time, and I remembered it after we got off. There was a doctor early on here uh, in New York named Dr. Larry Pilevsky, and he's a pediatrician, I think, and very tight with a lot of the disinformation dozen, you know, people like Christiane Northrup and Sherry Tenpenny and all those, Dr. Merkula. And he said probably in March or April of 2020, he talked about trauma bonds. And he said that what you have here, and of course, this is before Desmet came along and talked about mass formation. He said that you have people who, you know, they they grew up, as we all do in, in families that were maybe less than ideal, and they, you know, they had certain kinds of experiences that left them scarred. So, when they project their own uh, feelings, you know, about parents onto a recognizable authority, call it the government, if you will, yeah. they have to uh, ascribe to that agency the notion that they would only do something for their good, right? So they cannot accept the notion that the government or that medical authorities or any of these people would want to kill them. 
they just simply can't do it. it, it they're beyond that capacity. You know, they're so and that stupid. Is really, what can I say? They're just so stupid. Yeah, <laughs> it's just frightening. I mean, it's really, all you have to do, and as a kid, I'd, I'd read about World War II. Germany, that was one of yeah. the most advanced countries in the world with the greatest scientists, and they had a, 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 a elementary school system back in the 18th century, one of the first. Step. They're so advanced in philosophy, in music, right, in science. Yeah, and look yeah, what they did, and it wasn't all that I, long ago. So no, if they could do it, why would – and you know, that's just one example of many of, of genocides. And the, But is, don't people get it? I mean, don't they learn any history at all? And don't they think about it? See, that's it. No, well, Sometimes they learn it, but they don't think about what that means. They think, well, that happened only, but can't happen here. Right? Well, it can't happen here. I'm sure there are a lot of Jews – that were being warned, maybe you should leave the country, you know, like Einstein did, many Jews. Well, no, Hitler doesn't like us, but that'll die down. He's not going to kill us. I mean, that can't happen here. That and look what happened. Happen, no. Yeah, yeah, sure. People are so foolish that it just, uh, I don't know. Well, I think, to, too, to, I think, too, in the younger generations, there was such a woeful ignorance of history. I mean, they've really been programmed, I think, quite nicely to, you know, accept this <clears throat> whatever we want to call it, you know, this neo-fascism, all this other toxic yeah. stuff. And they're, they're utterly ignorant of history. I mean, we, we early on in, in the quote-unquote pandemic, Mary Elizabeth and I were shopping at a grocery store down the block where I had lots of pitched battles later over the muzzles. And there was a young, an older woman there named Helene, and she was French and I think Jewish as well, and she was there. And people were starting then to wear the muzzles, you know, and... Uh, but she came up to us and we had a little chat with her and she said, this is just like Nazi Germany. She had no, no question in her mind what was going on, you know, yeah. because she probably lived through it or, or her parents lived through it, whatever it was. You know, it was totally clear for her. But the younger generations are the ones who are more willing to surrender their, let's call it the sovereignty for want of a better term, you know, to yes. this these overlords and say, oh, yes, take care of me. You know, the nanny state, take care of me, make sure everything's all right. Oh, you want to pay me a universal income? It's basic a seduction income? of yes. such things, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and they really don't have the, uh, the wherewithal or the awareness of the danger of, of this, this type of thing that, you know, the, the continual erosion of civil liberties, which, you know, occurred fairly quickly you know, between March of 2020 and, you know, last summer, let's say, was was yeah. really shocking. And yet they all just went along with it because they were so convinced that it was for their own health and that, you know, while the government would never want to hurt me, you know, Dr. Fauci, he, why, he would never want to hurt me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just unbelievable. But that's, yeah. but that's the truth. And they're, and they are happy. Uh, you know, with this with this situation again, I think last week we talked, and I mentioned, you know, what what Huxley said about happy slaves. You know, they're happy slaves, and right, um, yeah. they'll they'll go along with the program. But more and more, as you pointed out, people are beginning not to go along with the program because they see the the patent absurdity of what's going on and the inconsistency and the uh, the clear and you know more and more evidence i mean something just came out about how how the cdc deliberately lied about data and it you know i'm oh, yeah. seeing it yep. i'm seeing it on all the alternative channels now these stories are beginning to emerge so they then have the option to say ooh, oh wow that's not i mean i remember a, a year ago and a half when they said 
of the CDC announced one minute, oh, you know, 96% of the deaths from blow blah, you know, COVID were in fact people with pre-existing conditions, right? But somehow yep. they back they backtracked on that. And and none of these things made a blip on these people's consciousness. Yeah, which I mean that of, of all the COVID deaths reported, only 4% right. were really deaths from COVID, and they were practically all yeah. old people. That's right. Really, or there are some exceptions, people- but... Or they were people that were simply slaughtered in the hospitals. I mean, that's another dimension of it. That yes, of course. Yeah. Have, have to yeah. Get into. Oh, my, that's a big dimension as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, they're killing fields at this point, as I know you know. So, I mean, it's, um, uh, it, is a, it is a dire situation. But the, what, what lays, on the other hand, is even more horrific. And, and I know you and I have talked as well about the notion that there's a terrible irony involved here because um, – Maybe some people would say that we have indeed overrun our ecological niche, even though I'm sure, like me, you've seen those little things where they say, well, all 8 billion people of, uh, that live on planet Earth could be confined to part of Texas. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So right. the idea that we've overrun the planet is maybe a bit far-fetched. Uh, but nevertheless, maybe we've overrun our ecological niche to a certain point, and, you know, uh, it would be better if there weren't 8 billion people on the planet, you know. So, if there's a larger eschatological purpose to all this, which is, you know, population reduction by whatever means is expedient, shall we say, or, yeah. you know, what, whatever means will work, then this does have this, this other dimension. And um, <clears throat> it, it makes it even more sort of, uh, what's the word I would use? Um, uh, you know your your speculations about it get more and more uh, wild because it's just this sense that all right so maybe these bad guys are really if they are indeed puppets of you know another uh, group of people they're really serving a certain uh, larger scale agenda that that would go forward in any case but this is perhaps. We don't want to say it's more humane because it's really not humane. There's nothing humane about it. <laughs> but it is it is something that has certainly produced results already. Uh, and, uh, well, it's humane in the sense that if you are going to murder many people, do it this way that they don't suspect that you're murdering them. They say, oh, I, it's terrible. I got a sickness and died. So, yeah. I mean, compared to, <laughs> compared to gas chambers in Auschwitz, it's humane, right? Yeah, or, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's really, no, it's not humane, yeah. Or Bobby Yar with the machine guns, yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And you know, you oh, you you have a you know an episode while you're at in your car and you crash into the back of a lorry and blow up. You know, oh well, these things happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yes, I mean, it is more humane in that sense. But yeah, I mean, it does certainly beg the question uh, that if if indeed this puppet isn't pulling the strings, which is clearly not the case. And, and all of those, of course, that are in cahoots worldwide, then the ones that are pulling the strings are doing it for reasons that we can understand, but nevertheless must give us pause, right? Yeah, uh, it's, it's terrifying, almost no matter how you look at it. Yeah, to get back to Derek Johnson, he mentioned a few things, like, for example, Trump's executive order of 12th of September 2018 that right, said if there's evidence that. of election fraud that uh, that the sitting president will remain president till it's cleared up, et cetera, et cetera. Also, if if entities are involved in uh, election fraud with other countries, everything they own may be seized. 
Yeah, so in other words, I Jeff did. Bezos or Bill Gates, everything they own can be seized. Right. Uh, and he points out what, what I pointed <laughs> out many months ago, uh, that Biden quietly re-signed that executive order of Trump. He also points out the fact that the brother of General Michael Flynn, General Charles Flynn, was appointed as the commander of the Pacific Theater of the Army. Mm. Why would Biden let that happen? Why would Democrats right. let that happen? It's because they can't stop it. There are all right. these little things. I've been saying this for months. I've told you some of these things. He mentioned all those yeah. things. But what really yeah. got me was the 21-gun salute because of all the details, the military regulations. I thought this alone shows the guy is not president. That Biden's yeah. not oh, president. Sure. Now the question is, what is he? Should we really believe that it's Biden? There are two possibilities. It's really Biden, but he agreed to play the role of old fool bad guy yeah. uh, to, to save the United States. Yeah. Now, I don't know Joe Biden personally. Now, I, I know that it, it sure seems like he's crooked. Let's face it, I never particularly like, like the guy. However, yeah. one could speculate that maybe at some point the Patriots got to him and said, look, the country is going to be lost. We need somebody to play the old fool bad guy. You're a good candidate. And America's yeah. going to be lost. And maybe he did say, okay, I'll play that role. He could be a hero. Yeah. In other words, I don't think that's yeah. the most probable. I'd give that a 5% at most. <laughs> yeah, no. And uh, the other uh, alternative is, of course, that he's that he's Biden, but he's being forced to do these things. But no, it, it, that wouldn't work. That yeah. simply would not work, especially if he's really if he really has Alzheimer's. He's going to spill the beans big time sooner or later. So that leaves the third possibility that the guy is really an actor. And when you look at the difference between Biden, say five years ago, and Biden now. Uh, that's not just because he has Alzheimer's. You know, your ear doesn't grow to your head, you know, the earlobe. Yeah, no, uh, that's exactly Just because right, you have yeah. Alzheimer's, there are all these different things. His eyes are black now, just like those babies yep. being born you mentioned, right? Yeah, uh, yeah those black-eyed babies. And not the bright blue that Biden had. There's just so many different things. And I think it's highly probable that, that not that he's a clone, but that he is an actor. What, what's yeah. your take on that? Well, the thing that I always comes up for me when I when I contemplate it and believe me I don't spend a lot of time watching it because I <laughs> just don't but I, I can't help but think of this uh, episode of classic Star Trek uh, which is um, in which the scenario was that the the enterprise is uh, going off to this planet that was um, subject of a study by a, a noted historian and what's happened is that he Instead of obeying the prime directive, you know, which is that you know no interference with indigenous culture, you know, uh, yeah. that's the thing that they they can't do in in Star Trek, the, the first generation Star Trek. He instead has inserted himself into the life of the country and become, uh, well, and essentially what he's done is he's recreated Nazi Germany and become the Führer. Yeah. But this Fuhrer is a, at this point, is nothing more than a figurehead who is largely comatose, who is, is, is you know, manipulated by various drug injections by his people, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. to, give, to give the certain strategic speeches at the time to call for war on their nearest enemy and all these types of things. But he is really, and, you know, when you see this Biden thing stumbling around, you sort of think, well, maybe there's something to that idea, you know, that he's just a, he's got handlers who are making sure that he hits his mark and, and mumbles the right words. And then, you know, 
off he goes assuming to assuming that next... he is Biden, but just yes, assuming state. that he is Biden. No, but the or thing whoever, is, whoever it is, yeah, yeah. But, but the thing is, first of all, with an actor, it could be somebody who has his mental capacity. They wouldn't put in somebody who's going to be bumbling like that, have really have Alzheimer's, because then he's going to spill the beans sooner or later, not knowing what he's saying, yeah. right? I yeah, mean, he could sure. say if, if if it's like an actor with Alzheimer's, he might say, "Yes, I remember. I remember what it was like back when I was a little kid when we lived in Texas." They think, "Wait a minute, though, Biden didn't live in Texas." Just something like that would give it away. And if yeah, it's really well, Biden with Alzheimer's, also you couldn't trust him to do the right things. You'd need a highly skilled actor to play that bumbling yeah. role. Yeah, yeah, that could be. If yeah. he's really Biden and he really has Alzheimer's. And he's really president. Well, then that would kind of, but still, so many things don't fit into that. He's obviously, for me, not president. So, yeah. who or what is he exactly? And will he's we just, ever be told? Yeah, he's just the the fall guy. Basically, you need a, you need the fall guy, right? I mean, he's yeah, the but fall who guy. is he? He's, I I I mean, I used to say, you well, mean, who is? Well, who is this guy? Who is this yeah. guy really? Why does he look so much different from Biden just a few years ago? But you think about it. I think probably they inserted him before the Democratic primary because I don't remember him looking so different from that time. Who knows? Maybe the real Biden did die. Maybe that's why they had that salute in Arlington Cemetery, the 13 gun salute. Maybe that's why, right? Well, have you seen those those little videos that pop up on the the net net and Telegram all the time where they show people putting on latex body suits? Oh, yeah. You know, they're, they're utterly believable, you know, so somebody could be wearing, you know, a, a, an appliance that, that looked more or less like him, a little a little less, obviously. Yeah, and he could have had years, maybe they planned, they, uh, no doubt planned some of these things for years, so you have an yeah. actor that you prepare <clears throat> for this. Some people say it's an actor named, what's his name, Arthur? Oh, did you see that? There's some actors no, about 80 years old or 82, but he still has oh, his mind. And uh, his head form and everything looks kind of like Biden's, but of course this mm-hmm. would be with mask. And some say it's this actor playing that role. Uh-huh. Uh, what's mm-hmm. his name though? Arthur something, not Arthur Hill. I think he's long dead. <laughs> I forget the guy's uh-huh. name. He's like a third rate actor, not a famous actor. But somebody that would appear every once in a while in movies. I, I don't know if it's him or somebody else. I don't know what it is, but uh, I can't believe it's really Biden because if it were, first of all, he wouldn't let himself be manipulated by Trump. Even if Trump said, or the military said, we have evidence that you're a traitor. We're going to either execute you at the end of this, or you can live if you play this role. Because if he has Alzheimer's, he wouldn't be able to play that role like that. He yeah. simply wouldn't be able to. He's going to let something slip that he shouldn't let slip. Yeah. Now, sometimes he does, like when he said, we've we've arranged the greatest system of election fraud in history. Remember that thing? <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, but then they say, oh, well, no, he meant to say the greatest anti-fraud. He just made a little mistake there. But if you have Alzheimer's, you can let something else slip and it will be so plain. And you can't risk that in something this high stakes. So yeah. I think the guy is an actor. But then you figure, isn't that illegal to install a fake president actor <laughs> and have the whole world believe it? It would seem to me well, that this, well, <laughs> you know. Sure. But uh, I just came across a, a little article here that says Jim Carrey's the one who's playing by. <laughs> oh, I've seen that idea too. Yeah. Uh, could that be it? I but they'd have to imitate his voice somewhat too. I well, haven't studied his voice, how much it's changed, but where are the people, you know, comparing the voice, doing fo- voice print analysis? Yeah. On the president, oh, have- Biden, and five years ago. But then the voice we hear, I mean, we see it on TV using technology. Yeah. Uh, who knows what's possible these days? Oh, yeah. More than That's they're telling the us. We don't really know. I mean, I've seen 
I've seen things that suggest at times he's nothing more than a hologram, you know, and I've, I've, I've seen little yeah. snippets of a video where he part of him disappears as he walks by right. something. You know, or CGI. Yeah. I remember some guy, some Chinese yeah. American expert in in this uh, like uh, CGI technology, and he shows a split screen for scenes of Obama talking. And he's yeah. asked the audience, well, which one is really Obama? I pick the top left. He said yeah. at the end, uh, I was in the audience just at home here watching it. He said, no, the truth is not, none are Obama. They all look like him. They all talk like him. He said, none. we generated all of these. Wow, that's Not a single one is Obama. And I thought, oh, my God. He said, people have no idea how advanced this technology is. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've seen some, seen some video as well. Yep. Because be his amazing. voice print technology say that's like a fingerprint. So, but how do we know they haven't perfected it so that you record his voice from the past and then you create an artificial voice that has just those characteristics? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. The power of that to be able to replace presidents without people realizing it. Oh my God! And of course they'd work mm. towards something like that. Yeah. Of course they would. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, with the so, Derek Johnson thing, maybe we should end this now since we're going off on Sure, yeah, yeah. As we just love to do. I want to say to people, I put in three links. I, they're the first three videos this Derek Johnson did. Listen to at least the first one and turn down the volume when he gets really mad and starts yelling. Yeah, don't take don't it personally. Let, yeah, don't take it personally. <laughs> don't get mad about that. Listen to what he's saying. Listen to all the evidence he presents because uh, it, it's, it's interesting because it – complements my technique. My technique is largely thinking, hmm, if I were a deep state, would I want to put a Biden and Harris in? Uh, so why did they do that? Why would the Democrats yeah. do that? Uh, with him, it's not, not the intuitive approach. It's simply based on law, different laws, regulations, executive orders, quoting each one. And that's a perfect complement. I did that in part, but he does it much more than I did or could do. He really seems to be an expert on that. And, uh, and you put everything together, and Biden is simply not president. So what is really going on, and how should we yeah. take this? Yeah. Uh, it's, wow, it's mind-blowing. So people will end this, this, I think, interesting episode here. I wish you all sure. a fine day. Michelangelo, uh, thank, thank you, you for accompanying sir. me, as always, of on… Course. The Path of Socrates. Your voice is so much better than mine. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Till the next time, people. Okay. I'll talk Bye. to you soon.